Welcome to an episode of Sipping on Honey with B&B. Where the honey's always hot. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So we are two international um, African girls. Um, I'm from South Africa. And I'm Nigerian. When I met B in high school, everyone was like, oh, there's another girl named B. And I'm like, oh, well, looks like I'm going to have to have another name because there's already a B here. I was there first. Okay. (laughs) Um, but it's interesting. Our story is very unique um, in the sense that we have been following each other almost um, from country to country, first starting in South Africa and then landing up in New York City from London. Mm-hmm. And I think that since we met each other in South Africa, we've been sort of moving. Even It was so unplanned. We didn't end up like, we didn't think about the fact that we're going to be in the same space together for a really long time. And it's been awesome so far. It's been so nice. And I think <laughs> that there's so many people and I, I think the audience that's listening can relate that they've gone to high school um, with some people and they just like drift apart. And I think um, we're filming from New York City as you can hear the um, constant fire trucks and ambulances going on in the background. Yeah. So we decided to do this podcast because we thought, why not? Um, we're two African gals who've moved around together. Three continents now. Right. Crazy. And we just think that we could have, you know, interesting conversations about life, about love, Korea, immigration. Um, Having African passports is not fun. Like the visa process (laughs) is horrendous. So I know like we can really talk about all these things openly and see, you know, what you guys think about it, because I think that we have very unique perspectives um and yeah hopefully a few of you guys can relate yeah (laughs) we hope that you enjoy this first episode and yeah let's see how it goes right first things first so cheers Cheers. we'll be drinking until somebody gets pregnant Ah! (laughs) every episode right um beatrice loves her red wine but Mm. i don't know if you guys feel the same way but i get the worst hangovers from red wine and she's a tequila girl and i get the worst hangovers so it's rosé for me or vodka for me and it's interesting because whenever beatrice has vodka it's going to be a night but that's for another episode um we met over 10 years ago in an international school in cape town um beatrice moved there maybe like three years prior yeah and honestly (laughs) it's just been history ever since and I think uh, we're just so lucky to have stayed friends and um, it's a different bond as opposed to you know a friend that you've known maybe even for three years so we do feel like very lucky um, and so blessed funny enough we both moved to London together and then tell them how you ended up at Columbia University to see me in New York (sighs) So I moved to London and then we hung out in London a little bit. Um, We weren't actually that close in high school, weird enough. I think we had our moments, but Nabila was, she was one of the people I met in high school that were very comfortable in themselves. Like she's always been very outspoken, very out there. And I was a little bit more reserved, right? I was shy. Beatrice was one of the most sleepiest people I've ever met in my life. We had biology class together and for whatever reason she would love to sit in the front (laughs) of the class, the nerd that she was, but she would fall asleep 
in front of the class with a head on the table <laughs> while the lecturer was lecturing. Mr. Atkins. Mr. Atkins. And I thought it was the most hilarious thing because she loved to sleep. So we definitely got closer in, in university in London. Yeah, we had some great night outs. Mm-hmm. Um, we were dating like by then, yeah. so we had like some things in common to talk about, um, which Bitches. we're gonna get into much later. Yes. But um, yeah, and then I got into Colombia, and I said Nabila, um, we actually stopped talking for a while. We got into a fight when we were in London, and we stopped talking for a while. And then I was moving to New York, and I was like, hmm. Let me hit up my old girl. Mm. Forget about whatever happened. That is old news. Mm. She also creeped on my grandma, so I was living my best life. Girl, I was like, this bitch is shit. You were living your damn best life. So I was like, this looks like, you know, we could... Re, you know, reunite and see how it happens. Um, we had such good interaction and chemistry, so I thought, why, why not? I was actually so nervous meeting her again after all those years, um, because you just like never know. Like, are they cool with you? Do they have animosity towards you? Yeah. Um, but honestly, it was like one of the best nights that we had. Honestly, it was. Firstly, I'd never been to New York until I moved to New York. I thought that was very strange because most people so visit weird. the places that they move to. But Nabila literally took me under her wing. She was like, "All right, girl." She, um, I met, I met you up at Lebane, and can you describe Lebane? Because so Lebane is in the Standard Hotel. It's a rooftop in the Meatpacking District, and it has in the summertime there is a pool slash jacuzzi in the middle of the dance floor, and there's a like a lifeguard, and there's like you know lockers for your items. They have towels. And it's just really like raunchy and naughty. Um, and we just put our feet in because, you know, we we're trying to be PG-13. But it's it's incredible. The views of the city are amazing. The cocktails are flowing. The music's great. And I just wanted to show Beatrice a good time. And I was mad impressed, I must say. Um, and at the time, I didn't even know, like, I think Afrobeats was still sort of a little bit new to New York. But people were actually vibing to it. So... I think that night we actually jammed to Davido a lot, and and they also played some fella in like Lebane as well. So that was nice. It was so high up, and I was like, the thing <laughs> is, like, haven't lived in London. London is similar to New York, but New York buildings are tall, tall. So it was so nice to like be all the way high up there and look at the city, and I really felt like free. And I think that's something that you know our friendship did for me, moving like even two years after looking back to see how far we've come and how like you really pushed me to like come out of my shell a hundred percent i think i've been doing this since i was like 15 putting my friends in these little tiny dresses to go clubbing in cape town that's another story (laughs) but um a hundred percent and i really just saw Beatrice for more than, you know, the wallflower vibe that she was, like, giving off, like, she's a creative, she likes to dress up, she looks damn good when she's, you know, all done up, even not done up, but you know what I mean. (laughs) So, um, that's honestly kind of, like, how we followed each other from Cape Town to London. Um, I think any friendship that goes through sort of, like, a break and comes back stronger, it's a friendship to stay because you're able to have those open and honest conversations, those difficult conversations that you don't want to have. Um, but you have to have, and you're not just throwing a friendship that could be lifelong away. Yeah, away. But it's weird because when we actually um, started talking again, we didn't really bring up the past. And 
obviously everyone is spending like time differently during the pandemic but Nabila during the pandemic actually brought it up so we hadn't talked about the fact that we had that big fight and we just jumped right into being friends and so when we're spending a lot of time together during the quarantine Nabila literally asked me hey B like I'm mm-hmm. just like wondering okay let's talk about the fact that we stopped talking for like almost three years like what was going through your head what was going through your head like why was it that extreme for you and you know I just want to like understand you a bit more and for me I thought that was a huge like you know an amazing thing to do because I've been in so many friendships and there's times where you have things going on in your friendships that you don't even talk about because mm-hmm. you don't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable or you know you know and so pass that. and you know I'm not like the most confrontational type of person and so Nabila literally brought up the issue and we had a whole discussion. I love closure (laughs) like it's so hard for me even in breakups and that's going to be another episode but I really like I need closure and everything and that was just kind of the way that I got closure um and then we just kept it moving yeah we kept it moving yeah Ugh, closure. I'm not a closure person. I'm good to just be like, okay, never talk to you again, bye. But closure is nice. I will say that having, like, interacted with you, I've started to appreciate closure a bit more because I think that it helps you understand the person better and even yourself to an extent because now you know what you can tolerate and you're able to express your feelings accordingly and that's so important in a friendship. I agree 100%. Um, yeah, let's just move on to, you know, how we compliment each other. Um, it's almost like we're each other's like ying to our yangs. Yeah. Is that how you would say it? Because I think Beatrice is very grounded and level headed at times where I am not. And in, I mean, how would you describe that I like compliment you? I think that you're definitely the more outspoken side of me. And I also feel like there's situations where you've gotten me out of shit because I'm not that much of a confrontational person. Um, Oh my God. Nabila, do you remember that guy that I went on a Game of Thrones date with? Yes. Oh my God. So this was the finale of Game of Thrones and he was like, oh, come over to watch it. So I was like, okay, I mean, what's the big deal? Why not? Why not? I'm in New York City. Let me go. Like, So he invites me over. I get to his apartment and I'm like... This place is looking a bit roach infested. I do not think I'm going to sit down. So I send a a message and I'm like, you need to get me out of this date. This girl calls me oh up. My and the funny thing is you called me and you were acting like it was so rude. You're I like, love Oh my God, <laughs> Beatrice, I'm locked out of my apartment. Can you get here quickly? I know you have my spare key. Do you have it in your bag? I'm like, yeah, I do. She's I'm like, like, how I'm quick? Locked. I'm locked yeah. out. I'm, she's like, how quick can you get here? Can you get here in the next 15 minutes? How far are you? I'm like, oh, I'm not too far away. So I should, <laughs> I should be there shortly. She's I like, I made it sound so believable. So I literally get up and I'm like, I'm so sorry. My friend is stuck. You heard her on the phone. Like, she sounds like she needs me Distressed. to help her get into her apartment. Um, But I'm, you know, we can do this another time or whatever. And then he texts me after and he's like, you left your umbrella. I was like, you can keep, keep that it. umbrella. <laughs> like, yeah, keep it. <laughs> I'll buy a new one. Let everybody know. He wants seeing him again. I'm so done. You can buy a new one. <laughs> While we're at it, I'm going to go ahead and top up my drink because... It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. <laughs> so, yeah, you're definitely the yin to my yang. Um, Nabila is literally very outspoken and I think that um, she's really brought out the side of me that is more expressive and able to really say how I feel 
about things. And also the fact that, can I just put this out there, that Nabila does not give a shit about what anybody says. Since high school, you've literally been that girl that's like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to like, you know, like you are not phased by I will post on Facebook. I used to be public about my whiplashings. Now it's more private, but I used to post on Facebook and just, I was basically like the gossip girl of my high school, but on Facebook, status messages. XOXO. XOXO, right? Like, I just, it's interesting. I've always been the leader of the pack, never the follower, and it's, Definitely something that I'm I'm happy about because I was never like coerced into doing something that I never felt like I wanted to do mm-hmm. or anything of that sort. So um, I think we definitely like you know uh, balance each other out, but also come from a place of understanding. Yeah, because you know you could be different from one another, but like not understand them or not accept them for not who they are. Them. And I think something about our relationship that really works that I love because I'm a giver, but Nabila is also a giver. Mm-hmm. And I think that I have had a lot of friendships where I felt that I'm giving more than I'm getting. But with us, it's like we're just constantly giving. And like Nabila will spoil me. Like this bitch spoils me way too much. I'm like, hello. (laughs) If you're in my circle, like consider yourself lucky. (laughs) And like, I mean, I, you know, I try to do things for her as well that I know that she loves and she appreciates. It's like, was there a moment in our friendship where you're like wow like i really think that this is going to be like a long-term friendship i think that might have been our trip to miami to be honest which the, one the, the <laughs> second one the the second Basel, because i feel like um that was one of the many moments which we've had where it's just the two of us i think that um that was pretty much our first trip together our first, like, solo friendship, solo friendship trip. trip and um you can't I really think... tell a lot you can tell a lot about somebody from just traveling with them yeah just traveling with them so i think that's something that really solidified um our friendship because i think we were both at you know in relationships and i was going through stuff and to be honest i don't think i've ever been vulnerable the way i've been vulnerable with you like honest raw like i would like you know completely myself like nabila has seen me in my lowest of lows and she's there like she's literally there for me and i think that is something that has been so great about our friendship what what's your defining moment oh my defining moment so beatrice and i quarantined in palm springs together um and i think beatrice really did see all sides of me and um, when I was going through a rough patch with my relationship, she saw me at like my worst. And instead of, you know, judging me, she was patient and kind and was a voice and an ear to like listen and understand me instead of just, you know, writing me off. So um, I really just appreciated that. And I was like, I right, cool. Well, this is, you know, a friendship to stay. We've actually been through so much, Shippy. Oh, like. I know. <laughs> This podcast is going to be lit because we have so much to talk about. Um, But yeah, well, what has been our biggest fight so far and how did we resolve it? Um, A recent fight? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't think we've actually had a fight like that before. We actually haven't. No, but I think that, so basically what happened, what happened was we were at a mall. We were at a mall. 
And I think that you were just had a lot of things going on. And so I think that you, like, we, Nabila got a dog named Theodore and he was at home with her parents in Orlando. And he was, you know, your your mom had messaged you saying that, oh, the dog's looking for you. So yeah. you were a bit anxious. You also had lost your job closer to the time. So mm-hmm. I think you had a lot of things going on in your head. And I was just like, chilling you know but i think the uber we were looking for the uber driver and i was like and nabila literally is that person that tells me all the time beatrice just make sure the pin is on you know like i learned that from you so i was like okay where's the, but pin? the pin hasn't been working for me recently and i didn't know that so i was just like if you put the pin where it's supposed to be if they don't find you then you know it's not because of the pin they're not finding they just can't find you right but at least the pin will eliminate chances of them not finding you because that's what it's there for. But I think I took it a bit too far because apparently I said it way too many times. And I tell you that Nabila got mad oh and she gosh. screamed so God. hard. Screamed so hard. And I was just like, what? Oh my gosh. And ang- and that's honestly like we all have things that we want to work on. Um, and angry Nabila is a very scary Nabila. Girl. And I really just like went off in the in the Uber. But it was just, like, more than that. Like, I was just, like, stressed because I was, like, planning everything in Orlando. I just lost my job um, abruptly, by the way. And I was just, like, trying to figure life out. So it was just, like, really stressful. Yeah. Um, But definitely... I'm the type of person who likes to sort out issues immediately and yeah. Beatrice likes to sleep on it I'm and not. I do not <laughs> like to sleep on it. I'm like, we need to sort this out yeah. now. <laughs> I like, I, I need to be quiet for a while. I need to like process things. I want to know, you know, what I'm going to say to you. I think that when I'm heated, there's no real chance of solving anything because then we're shouting at each other. You know, we're not being compassionate to us, each other's feelings. Like, I don't want to say anything to you that I don't mean in the heat of the moment. That's why. And also because obviously I don't like confrontation that much. <laughs> I'm <sure>. very <laughs> confrontational. I'd rather, I mean, okay, this sounds a little bit crass, but like, it's like diarrhea, right? You'd rather just like get it out than hold it in. Like it hurts more to hold it in for me anyway. So um, that's honestly our biggest fight. And I think a friendship that can, you know, survive, um, you know, arguments and disagreements yeah. with um, logic and reasoning and, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I'll do better. I think mm. like it's a friendship to stay. Mm. Like what's so important about good friendships is being able to, um, balance each other out and I think that's something we do really well 100%. there's many times when Nabila would be like okay B this is what's going on and she'll let me know to see if I can calm down the situation before she goes ahead and, and she does it but then there's situations where she's like okay I'm gonna wake up early and I'm gonna do this whole damn thing before this girl wakes up and then when I wake up she's like oh hello this is what I've I did I, I can't even <laughs> calm you down because you've already done it yeah and I think that comes from your like um confrontational um personality 100%. because you're like the type of person like you can see like you can be dating a guy and she can see something on social media and be like okay this guy is absolutely not for me i can't let things sit like things need to get out so i can feel better and like move forward like i feel like there was a situation that we had that was kind of like that with um oh that he, guy he yes. who shall not be named yes <laughs> <laughs> So I was seeing this guy who I wasn't really that into, but 
he was really into me and two weeks prior to ghosting me he was like I want to do Valentine's with you I you know want to do all these things with you and then he randomly ghosted me and the conversation before that was fine but I guess he was just super in his head about things and I didn't hear from him for three days and um Beatrice and I were sitting in on Sunday and I was like be like I haven't heard from him mind you I already sent him two very long paragraphs before this <laughs> and Beatrice was like don't send him another paragraph and be like let him come to you so we decided to call him on a block number and <laughs> Lo and behold, he was out with his friends partying. Yo, this guy was living his damn best life. Yeah, yeah. We I thought there was something wrong with him. A hundred percent. He definitely had a drug problem. His energy was like so into you. Like, he was like, I want to be in a relationship, blah, yeah, blah, blah. in a relationship, a whole relationship. And I was like, hey, I want to take things slow. But I never indicated that like, you know, I wanted to like fuck around with a million people. So anyway, we call him. He obviously is out. And then he finally gets back to me on the Tuesday I believe after me like saying goodbye and he was like I just can't give you what you need and that was it and you know what like I didn't pry I was sleeping at your house that day as soon as I woke up she said so Beatrice I did this I did this I sent this long message to this guy and I said this and I said that I was like uh I couldn't even stop oh, you before man. you did it. I girl. tend to do things in the morning. I'm a morning person for everyone that's listening or who doesn't really not know me. A morning she's not. She's a night person. I'm up at like 5 a.m. Beatrice, oh my gosh, try to get her out of bed. But I'm like, I turn into a pumpkin at midnight and I'm out. Thank you for listening to our first episode of Sipping on Honey with B&B. Apologies for any disconnect when it comes to the audio we're still navigating the podcast space but we're excited to have more episodes come out and really really make this podcast grow yeah and uh stay tuned for our next episode it's gonna be nabila's birthday we're gonna be taking some trips some friendship trips so yeah make sure you tune in for the next episode of sipping on honey